You are listening to Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, twoheelsandaface.com. <laughs> era, era, two heels and a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're, we're catching a little lightning in a bottle on today's episode. I don't necessarily think we do this maybe enough, Chris. Maybe we need to do this more often, but um, had, a, had a guest cancel. That guest got moved to a week later. We had an opening, reached out to these two individuals, uh, which we love, GPA and Laney. And uh, they're going to come on as guests, and we're going to talk for a little bit. We're going to talk about some of their antics that have, have happened like, uh, most recently. We'll, we'll kind of get into that uh, when we talk to them. First, Chris, how's it going, man? How's it going, man? Um, you just came back from Mexico City. I did. Um, you know, I was uh, living vicariously through your Instagram feed and the two heels and a hat, uh, two heels and a face Instagram feed. Um, <clears throat> when I when I started seeing those, uh, you know, that you were at the um, was it Arena Mexico you were at? Yes. There's okay. Um, there's two stadiums and they're both named very similarly. Right, mm-hmm. but I think it was just um, Arena Mexico. And yeah, I know there's uh, like another one, right? Another arena. I didn't know uh, the city. It's maybe the city of Mexico Arena or something like that. They're both named. I was yeah. Right. I was at I think just Arena Mexico. Yeah, and but you were were you like front second row? We're second row. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like I like I was sitting in the couch I think with Carla or something when when you were, when you posted those those uh, stories. He's like, is he really far away? I'm like, no. How could he? He's like, I think that that looks like a like a monitor, like a screen. Like he's like focusing on the big screen. I'm like, no, that he's on second row. Like, so that was that was that was pretty cool, man. It How was, did you like that? How what was that experience like? It was a it was so cool. It was an amazing experience, a wrestling bucket list experience for sure. I think like I want to say that the, the arena wasn't terribly packed. It mm-hmm. kind of I think they run weekly Tuesday. So I think this is just like their weekly show. It's a CMLL too. Um, yep. their, re- their weekly show. And uh, uh, Mexico is like, I think, very affordable uh, uh, like compared to the U.S. And like we didn't mm-hmm. have to – I don't think we paid like too much for those second row tickets. I think there was just a lot of tickets available. And like I said, it's just because it was kind of like almost like their weekly raw um, mm-hmm. going on. And um, – so Margaret just Margaret just goes up to the ticket counter um, and just says dos boletas and she just and she had has translated on her Google Translate on her phone mm. cl- closest to the ring uh-huh. and she just shoved that in the, onto like it just hits the screen <laughs> hits the the ticket master glass basically um, and uh, and then the person just like gave us two so we were we were like second row um, and. It was once you once you first walk in, they have this like really really cool mural mm-hmm. uh, right above the concession stand. All these luchadors, like you're seeing legends, you're seeing newer luchadors, et cetera, et cetera, on this really cool mural. And then you walk straight into the arena, and like I said, it wasn't super, uh, it wasn't very crowded, but our tickets were great, and um, yeah, it was an amazing experience. I think we 
we uh, laughed or cheered the entire time. There were some people behind us. Uh, I got more of the story to tell, but mm -hmm. there's some people behind us that were ripping into like the the um, the rudos of the night, which are like the heels. Like the heels every heels. every five seconds, they would just say, "I learned Mexican swear words from you." So like every <laughs> every five or ten seconds, they would just say one of these swear words. But um, it was uh, the Mystico versus Voldo Jr. was the main event. It was like five or six matches. I want to nice. say there there was a couple little people in there, which is always great to see. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I know honestly, I was, I was the main event was great. Obviously, they were just like the two most talented people. You could just tell. Um, there was a, t a lot of like big luchadors. Like the roster is very heavy. There was only like a couple besides the main event. There was only a couple other guys that like were mostly speed. Um, there was like the Villan Villanos or Villanos. Villanos, they're they're older. They come from a lineage. Like there's Villano, I think, up to like Villano six or something. Okay. Because like they're they, they're they their right? face masks. The pink. Their face mask is the Roman numeral of whatever Villano they are. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One was uh, El Hio Day. I think one was like the mm. what is that? The son of son of son of um and then one was like yeah one of the numbers so it may have been like seven or something like that or i'm not sure but they were they were really good but other than that it felt like like before that it was like you had a lot of beef in this ring uh there was one guy named akuma who looked really cool um he wore like face paint and he had he almost wore like a business like long sleeve shirt and like a tie to the ring and like suspenders he was really gnarly looking um mm, but okay and um but yeah, it, it was everything I wanted in a Lucha show and more. It felt super authentic, just the way that it was presented. Even just like the 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 stage and the way that people came to the ring and stuff like that just felt very, it just felt very Lucha. Did did you, and, and I have to ask, because I don't know if it's uh, AAA or CMLL, the ones that do the, um, the commentating through the intercom, like the sound goes through the, through the, the building's system. So it's like if, um, I don't know, Michael Cole and, and, you know, JR were commentating. You would hear that through the speakers of the building. Okay. We didn't hear that. You guys didn't hear that? Okay. No. Yeah. That would have been, that I, been that, a little distracting, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I never liked that. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, um, and, and the two arenas that you were talking about. So, cause I was confused. It was Arena Mexico. And then we just call it El Coliseo, but it's Arena Coliseo. That's the, like, I guess, official name. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, I was at Arena Arena Mexico, and then mm -hmm. a after the show, um, first of all, just like that is like honestly, it's like that, and probably like Tokyo Dome or like maybe Corican Hall in Japan. Talking about Tokyo Dome and and all that stuff, uh, Jeremy, the real Jeremy Baja, went out there for uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. He had the full authentic experience. He even met that handler guy, the uh -huh. Ma Masa. Or, uh -huh. or I think I'm saying that name right. Even like the Young Bucks like handler who like takes him around and stuff and gets some food. Like he even met that and hung out with that guy too. He had the full authentic experience. I mean, not in you know overseas, but we we met Masa at Warrior Wrestling. I don't know if you remember. Oh he yeah, stopped by our table. Oh, it's true. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Warrior, those Warrior Wrestling shows. So you'll never get that group of people in an, in one place at yeah. one time again. No, like that is some legendary <laughs> shit. 
what happened. Um, okay, so after, so we do Lucha. The like I said, the group right that was just like ripping, mm-hmm. in, like really good, really good timing on their on their uh, on their banter, like really good timing. It was like cracking me up, um, and also because like one two level. Yeah, <laughs> and also because I don't know exactly what they're saying. I just hear certain buzzwords. Yeah, right? um, and we go across the street. Then there's this like open terrace with a bunch of like places to eat, like with picnic benches and stuff. And it's like weather is is nice enough. Um, so we go there and then they ask to sit at our table. Um, mm. Or if we can, they, they're like, do you want to come sit at our table? So we come and sit at our table. There's everyone is originally there's four people. Everyone is originally from Mexico City, but two live in Connecticut now. Oh, no, sorry. Oh. One guy's one guy's from Peru, but then the other three are from Mexico City. And like but two of them live in Connecticut. Um, so these are like. These are okay. We're like, we're gonna hook up. We're gonna you know, hook up with you, like, like hang out with you, and um, and then so we're asking a bunch of questions back and forth, like, where's the best place to eat, et cetera, doing all the like touristy like mm-hmm. questions and stuff like that. Um, they go, we're we're having some beers. We're feeling good. They're like, okay, do you want to come with us to Mar- to the mariachis? Okay. So, <laughs> so do you know what I'm getting? Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. getting into now with with the story? Not not quite. Okay. Okay, and you're remind me where you're originally from. Where I'm from Mexico City. Yes, but what part? Mm-hmm. Like what area? Um, it's uh Ecatepec, so it's right out of like uh, the borders of Mexico City. Okay, awesome. I so knew you were the city. Mm-hmm. I stayed in Roma Norte. That's where our Airbnb was. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that that helps with reference or anything, but um, so they were like, okay, we're, they're like, when we get to the mariachis. They look at us. They're like you, because t- like, they spoke good English. Uh, they're mm-hmm. like you too. Don't don't speak. Don't say anything. <laughs> so, so we uh, when we get to the mariachis, I'm just like head down and I'm just walking with them because they know. I think they're gonna try if they know we're American and they could try to confuse us or take like they're hostile. They're, they're hostile. Upsell not, you and yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. You can't like be mad. You got to respect the hustle a little bit in some in like different countries and stuff like that. So. Um, so right when we get there, some guy just pinpoints me, eyeballs me. He starts talking. And I have no idea what he's saying. I just look at him and I can't like hold in my smirk. Basically, I'm just smiling mm-hmm. a little bit. And I just turn to the group of like, they found out. They know. They know. <laughs> um, so we start, we start, we go in, we pay a mariachi band to like do three or four songs. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I have like video footage of us dancing and stuff like that. Really, really fun. Um, there's some kind of altercation between them and the mariachis about money uh that almost escalates into something but it doesn't and then we go to a, like a club after that so it lucha libre was amazing but it turns into that mariachi incident which was still really fun i'm glad nothing no incident happened and then um and then we went to a club and by like three or four a.m it was just one of those nights like dude how did we get here but it was so cool that we had like locals that's basically exactly taking the, us what around your story said how do we get here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what my snap story said but I, we were so grateful for those local people. We're Instagram friends with them. We owe them a good time here in Chicago if they ever visit. But yeah, that was the story. So Lucha Libre is amazing. Uh, but then like the stuff that occurred after that. So it was one of those mm-hmm. nights where we wake up the next day. And even though you're on vacation, you sleep in. Mm-hmm. You know, we slept in. We went to Koyakin Market and then went to the Frida Kahlo Museum. Koyakin. 
Koya yeah. Kong, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, so I'm I'm hungover as shit, taking in Frida Kahlo's history. Then after that, we went back and slept more. So okay. so a night was had where we needed like a nap. Yeah, it, it didn't dig on me. I, I mean, I, I texted you because you're a sort of connoisseur. Um, I, I texted you about a place. Um, it's really famous in Mexico City. Uh, Tor- uh, Esquina del Chilaquil. And it's basically, I don't know. You're familiar with Chilaquiles at all? Oh, yeah. We had some when we were there. Right. So Mexico City is famous for, and to the point that people make fun of it, that we put everything inside a bolillo, inside that. Uh, it looks almost like a smaller baguette bread. Okay. Yes. So they're they're bolillos, and and you know the the joke is that you know everybody from Mexico City puts everything inside a bolillo. So um, a typical thing is to put your tamal, tamales, we'll put them inside the bolillo and eat it as a torta. Um, mm. The chilaquiles, we put them inside the bolillo and eat it as a torta. But this place that I was telling you about, they they specialize in specifically that making tortas out of chilaquiles. So there'll be a chilaquil, Ooh. they'll put uh, some meat, and they'll they'll prepare it, get it ready. It's a huge-ass torta, but it's it's so good. Um, yeah, it sounds like a breakfast torta, basically. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so I'm like, like, damn, I, I don't know why I didn't think about telling you about that before, but maybe next time. It's all good, man. That city's so big. We mm-hmm. were there for four days, and it felt like we did barely any of it so i mean another trip is is worth it in the future it's, it's an awesome city we had so much fun so i had to tell you that story though so i'm glad we got that <laughs> <on> there <laughs> uh but we have an interview right we we do um you know you mentioned gpa laney luck uh we definitely had our opinions about gpa um you know and, and then laney also you know we, we've seen her growth and uh mm-hmm. You know, now they're they're a, they're a power couple. Uh, they've definitely True. been uh, teaming up for for quite some time. And um, at first, if it, it was like, like damn, like Lady Luck wants to go that way, you know, and, and and be you know there for GPA. We get it; they're a couple, but you know, in the wrestling ring, we kind of initially wanted them to to go their own ways. But you know, love brought them together and, and brought them brought them success. Like they they won. The freelance tag team titles, they're still carrying them titles around their waist. And, um, you know, that's that's basically what we're going to bring them on so they can talk about a little bit on, on on what they're planning to do next. According to them, they are running through the freelance roster and they're running out of opponents. Yeah, and they, they made uh, some new opponents. So, yeah, we can uh, have them on and get into that. All right, uh, Chris, are you ready to, I guess, bring on our guests then today? Yep, let's do it. Okay, here we let's go. Bring in GPA and Laney Luck, Chicago's uh, best and hottest couple. I guess they say is that is that correct? Am I getting that that nomenclature right? Yeah, it's not the official title, but you know, it sums it up. Yeah, uh, glad to have you guys on. Good to see you again. I think last time when we talked, uh, Laney's words were, "We should do this more often." And we kind of are. It was, it's only been like it's only been like six months. So instead of like before, where it was like a couple years before, yeah. before we talked again. So we're doing uh, that. It's good to see you guys. Have been all over my social media feed. Honestly, um, I've had to. I've was I guess promoting or like pushing it so much that I had someone reached out to me and said, "There, there, there is no invasion angle. There is no invasion angle." But some invading 
so that person was trying to put me in my place. I won't say who that was, but it was fine. <laughs> it's all love. But there was some invading that took place. There was some invading that took place. So you guys showed up, and I mean, I correct me if I have any details wrong. Showed up at a CSW show, um, in and somewhat of a disguise, but it was quickly revealed after you jumped. Uh, Joey Jet Avalon and Sierra challenged them to. They are, I believe, the current CSW Tag Team Champions. Challenged them to match at the Logan Square Auditorium in February 9th, on February 9th, and had some choice words. So to walk me through this, is this something that you've been thinking about for a while? Obviously, you've been in feuds with other couples before, like Jordan Grayson um, and... Gresham, uh... <laughs> hello. Jonathan Gresham, yes. The very first couple we ever faced. And wow. I think you 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 trounced them uh, pretty well. But t- tell me about this as tech. Was, was this something you've been planning for a while? Like, how did this come about? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of been brewing sort of beneath the surface. Um, so we, we've faced couples before, we've faced, you know, intergender tag teams before, but um, I guess it all, the, the issue with them kind of breaks down to, uh, like there's a territorial aspect to it. Okay. Um, so, and, and wrestling has always been territorial, you know, obviously dating back to its earliest days. And, you know, so Lainey and I have worked very hard to establish um our brand you know we are yeah legitimate couple we're a legitimate tag team we are tag team champions of a prominent chicago company and you know when you list those details uh we've been hearing and seeing on social media and hearing from the boys in the back like oh yeah you know that's kind of what joey and sierra are doing at, at csw too and so that's that's been getting on our nerves and it's getting under okay. our skin um, and, and, you know, props to CSW, props to them. They're doing well. Um, you know, Joey and Sierra are very accomplished. They're very uh, successful Midwest wrestlers, but it's like, you know, they're getting they're getting a little close to Keep what... Keep it to Wisconsin, all right? You guys <laughs> have it up there with Chicago. Chicago's ours. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, it's getting to be a little much. Okay, okay. So it was uh, not necessarily a certain... Uh, it's not like you heard something through the grapevine, but it was more just they were you felt like they were encroaching, and you had to kind of like claim your claim your stake in the territory. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's you know because the, they've been doing their thing for a while, and they've you know over the past couple of years established themselves at CSW. Uh, CSW has been growing and and becoming more popular, which is great, great for the scene. Um, you know, but again, that's they're kind of infringing on our brand that we've worked very hard to establish. I think that we are recognized as kind of the couple of Chicago and now they're apparently trying to establish themselves as the same thing. And it's just not really cool with us. So we figured, you know, rather than talk it out or tweet or do all the, you know, the, the stuff that's not very interesting, why not just take the issue right to them and let them know how we feel. Just pop in and, you know, let everyone know exactly what's up. I think it took some uh, some cojones, if you will, to invade. Uh, I mean, we've we've written about it before, freelance and AEW. Like, what if these two promotions went to war? I think la- I think last time we spoke, we asked you about that article. I want to say now it's all coming back to me. I think it takes some cojones to step into another team's promotion and do what you into their ring and do what you did. Um, any how did you pull that off i mean what the disguises i know helped a little bit but did you have any sort of uh, reservations about that or or was it comfortable once you got in there 
No, and and so the thing about that is like, and I, and I do want to make it clear that this is not an invasion by we freelance. We don't have the whole company behind us. Correct. It's our business. We are handling yes. our business yeah and you know obviously we're representing you know the brand that we've established our brand in so like we are representing freelance but this isn't freelance versus csw this is very much us versus joey and sierra and and quite frankly i have a positive history with csw i'm a former metro division champion i've been on their roster for years and years i've trained at their facility so you know going up to the building and then walking in it wasn't like oh hey what are you guys doing here no it was just simply like hey man how's it going you know kind of saying hi to people kind of peeking around the corner checking out the show and then when it was time to act you know we did our thing cool so are you have they accepted your challenge yet has that been necessarily announced at, at on for february 9th yeah yeah they did they i believe they posted on their social media a very okay potty mouth response and they will they will be there uh, february 9th where where would you rate your confidence level right now i'd say it probably on a scale of one to ten to me it feels like a nine and a half or even a ten because i like i said you dealt with jordan grace and gresham but it doesn't seem like you're scared of really any couple that's out there i mean you went into someone's house and stomped on their doormat basically uh where would you put your confidence level right now and if it is a ten why is that because our love is the truest and we will reign supreme always with it we cannot lose cannot lose yeah and it's, it's something where like you know in gresham and, and jordan were probably our our biggest test in terms of facing another couple but like mm -hmm. you know laney is is easily one of the top female talents in the country you know i've been doing my thing for quite a while we train as hard as possible with some of the best in the world so it's just you know it's it's iron sharpening iron and i just don't feel like any other couple you know despite their reputations or despite their followings or whatever nobody is quite at the level that we are overall I, not to put you on the spot though right because you you named you know laney's talent and you know how she's grown over the years we, and we've seen that and we're very proud uh and gpa you've been you know strategic and and definitely you know talk talked about the brand that you built over the years whose idea or who brought it to who of like what if we show up who who out of the you the both of you said what if we do this or think, let's do this i feel like you brought it up yeah, because yeah, and it's been it, it's been whispered like by freelance that uh, yeah, um, you know because they're always looking for opponents for us because they're running out of options. We're you know wiping the floor with everybody, so you know they're obviously Joey and Sierra have kind of come up in conversation, and you know for one reason or another it hasn't happened yet. And so we heard about it fairly recently, and you know we realized okay well we've got some some downtime between now and the next freelance show yeah. and as it so happened you know we had the night off csw was running so you know we saw an opportunity and we took it i love it yeah gpa and this is not discredit discredit laney at all but gpa probably be pointing at his brain a lot a little bit of a mastermind but we all we all know that uh you you know laney could come in with a lot of ferocity as well <laughs> Um, is Laney and uh, catch me up on 
pivoting like slightly, catching me up on like on any of the ROH stuff you've been doing, because I feel like I've been seeing that recently. Uh, can you explain how that's been going and things like that? Because I feel like that's only continuing to build on your confidence as well. Yeah, I mean, it's like super cool to have the opportunity to get in there in an ROH ring. Um, I just, every time it's like a really good experience and, you know, I get told nice things and I feel like I really do my best. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna keep trying to do that. I'm trying to keep showing up and doing what I can. <laughs> I love it. No, it's cool. I think you guys are getting with this too, with this dominant power couple, I feel like you guys are getting to flex different creative muscles that you may have too. You've each done solo runs here and then doing this too, it just allows you to explore different avenues um, and do different things, which I feel like we've talked about too. It reminds me of another article we wrote. I'm just gonna continue to put over these articles that we write, <laughs> shamelessly, shamelessly, about like a potential, uh, I'm gonna keep plugging this too, maybe I'll send this to James later, a potential like couples tournament, a what if type of scenario. Um, and we wrote about that. There is other, there is other couples on here too, like maybe a Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona. I don't know if they're on your hit list in the future um, or anything like that. But I, I, I want to, Chris. We would obviously team freelance, right, Chris? Um, no offense to CSW. No offense to anyone All in the roster. The CSW. <laughs> no offense, but like if GPA and Lane, GPA and Lane are not. It's not freelance versus CSW. We've established that, but they are representatives of. And like that's where our heart lies, Chris. Is that true? And and I mean, last time we we spoke, right? All of us were were on this um, this podcast. It was I want to say maybe about a month before, or a couple of weeks before you actually obtained tag team gold. So oh, you were talking shit to the Bang Bros. I remember we tweeted out a clip. Of, or and look what happened. And exactly. That's what that's where I was going. I'm like, you've been you know promising victories and and, and promising you know good matches and, and that's what we've been seeing so so for sure i mean and you know from us two heels and a face i think like you said charlie definitely team freelance so so gpa will actually get our support publicly for once <laughs> <laughs> are, are titles on the line here are there are this going to be like a uh they are yeah it's fully on the line okay yeah i mean you know because the way we made our presence felt we had to kind of grease the skids a little bit and give them a little more motivation to show up because quite frankly if they just showed up for a strictly one-on-one -on -one or you know two-on-two -two scrap i don't know if they would have had you know the guts to actually do it so you know <laughs> we we sweeten the pot a little bit and put the titles on the line we're not worried and yes they'll be on the line on the ninth i love it and it sounds like the power like if you were to say a reason why you will prevail and why you're continuing to be this power couple and beat these other teams just the power of love is stronger you have that much more love, teamwork, chemistry than the next couple. Is that that summarizes it pretty well, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of an element that you know, obviously, for a number of reasons, not every team can take advantage of. But you know, with us, there's all the cohesiveness, the chemistry, the training, the the preparation. But then you have that bond of legitimate love to go with it where I care so much about what happens to her. She cares what happens to me. We want to succeed together. Like, you know, you can't really account for that unless you, you have it and we do. And then, you know, you know, Joey and Sierra, they, they have it too, but we're intent on showing them that they don't have it quite like we do. Not like us. All right. I see you guys are getting booked too. What is that Philadelphia booking? It's explain to me what's going on with that. I saw a poster because it seems like 
it's not only obviously you're dominating Chicago, uh, but the power couple is wanted elsewhere. So explain to me what's going on with that. Yeah, so there's there still needs to be some official announcements made. Um, okay by the, the specific company that we have been booked for uh, so far. But uh, so obviously when that comes out, that'll be public and we'll put our stuff out there. But um, yeah, otherwise we're just trying to let people know that, you know, we will be there. It's confirmed. We're going to be there for several days. So there's always 10,000 shows happening in the area. So yeah. letting our, letting our people know that, uh, you know, our services are available if, if there's interest. Yeah, see what we can make happen. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Um, Chris, do you have any uh, former questions? Otherwise, I think we give them give them the floor for maybe any any other statements or words or any other people they want to call out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think uh, you know at this point, I'm just looking forward to, to that February 9th date um, and seeing freelance being represented, titles on the line. Uh, thank you for letting us know. I did not know that those titles were on the line. That's um, pretty cool. But that's that is pretty cool and. Um, you know, we talk a lot about in this podcast about being unique and doing different things. And this definitely felt like a refreshing thing um, of yeah, maybe not necessarily an innovation angle here, but <laughs> just, you know, being creative in that way of, of showing up somewhere else. Um, and, and, and you know, to the both of you of creating that that brand of a power couple um, and being able to take that uh, across um, territories. That's pretty cool. So. I'll leave it at that, and then you guys can call out whoever you want. Who's next? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that we necessarily need to call anyone out. You know, we've kind of, we've done that recently. So, we're funny, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I'd like, I think that's another aspect of what we were going for with this is that you don't really see a lot of this kind of stuff locally because, yeah, you know, it's always been a big pissing match between local companies. You know, you know, you can't work here, don't go there, whatever, whatever. But you know, again, like, there's, I think enough. Calm waters between CSW and freelance to where, you know, if we're going to be commingling with their talent anyway, you know, hey, why not uh, shake things up a bit and create some interest? And it's it's one of those where, you know, because I've been following the numbers, we're up to like twelve thousand views on Twitter. You know, there's all kinds of likes and shares and interest going on with this. And if you really think about it, it's purely a local angle. You know, we didn't have to bring in, you know, The Rock and Steve Austin <laughs> just to generate a little bit of interest. Like we just have local people doing our thing and the fans are buzzing. So to me, that's kind of one of the cooler aspects of this. It's, it's very much kind of a homegrown situation. Yeah, I think I took it and ran with it when I saw it or at least posting it on socials. And once again, I had to be kind of tampered down a little bit. Um, but even like I, Sean Lennon was messaging me like, he wants to do with like a speculation episode, uh, just like uh, what, like who, you know, they, this is a good matchup, you guys versus uh, Joey and Sierra. But like, what, what else? So what are other potential matchups that could happen? Just a little fun. What if the show, the Marvel show, what if just happened? So I think we're going to harness some of that energy and, and maybe do an episode on his channel, but we'll see. But yeah, like I said, like once I saw that, I would, my mind just went crazy with spe speculation, which is like half the fun. You know, exactly. It's people talking. Yeah, that's what wrestling's all about. Is like the potential what it matchups and things that could happen. So, I mean, I think we we really appreciate it here. We're on your side, like we said. Um, and yeah, and anything else? Any anything else you want to say before uh, you leave? Any or, or where people can follow you or anything like that? 
Um, I mean, just to, to follow up on what you were saying, I think that that's, yeah. you know, to me, there's no harm in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, okay, yeah, we're obviously we're stressing that this is only between us and Joey and Sierra, but in terms of like how the fans look at it and the undertones and the possibilities going forward, like, hey, you know, run wild, let your imaginations, you know, go off and who knows, like there's always the potential for anything in professional wrestling. Like, you know, obviously there's a lot of red tape and a lot of situations and a lot yeah. of, you know, uh, negotiations that would have to take place, but I think this has shown that there's definitely meat on the bone when it comes to this uh, particular dynamic. So, you know, you never know. There, there could be more down the road. Maybe it ends here. But, you know, I think that this is uh, showing that there's, there's potential for, for, for something down the road, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, in terms of socials, uh, uh, Twitter, I'm at GPA Thinks, and Instagram is at uh, GPAIG. There you go. I'm at Laney Luck on absolutely <laughs> everything. Um, nice and easy. Yeah, come see us at Freelance. Come watch us on IWTV. Come see me at St. Louis every other freaking weekend. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Chris, I don't know if this is coincidence, but like I, a year ago, I wrote about Fitchett versus Vega. It's happening. <laughs> uh, we wrote a, a Freelance versus Almost AEW blog. This is like... Two, both of these people do work for AEW, although, once again, it's not promotion versus promotion, but it's like a little hint of like a freelance versus AEW, even though they're working, they're representing CSW in this. So I think I should just keep writing out this wacky shit. And <laughs> maybe it'll keep coming true. What do you think? Keep manifesting. Exactly. Manif- exactly. Manifest. Believe in that energy. Yeah. Creating creating opportunities, creating entertainment. Uh, and for us, it allows us to be fans, right? And, and, and just kind of get creative in that aspect. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, man uh laney gpa thank you for being on and this you know we're definitely looking forward to to what's uh coming up very ninth, and um yeah we'll see what, what happens after that yeah thanks for having us and we can't wait to have fun with this yeah talk soon right. thanks guys all right thank you